The Vale Podcast, driven by pioneer Ford Robin Vale. It's worth the drive. Yes, Pony Ford, we're back. We're back with Pony Ford. <laughs> you like that, don't yeah. you? You should see his face. <laughs> it's Sorry. like a dog with no, two good, tails. Yeah. <laughs> How are you, Charles? I'm good. And yourself, Jake? Oh, I'm splendid. That's great. Um, how are you coping being on holidays but not being able to go anywhere? No, I've done well. I, had, uh, I went to Pilates yesterday. It was good. Mm-hmm. Reformer Pilates, not just you know, everyday Pilates. Yeah, but Pilates mm. is. Uh, I don't ha- know what you think. Man. I was going to say. Ha- <laughs> I, I didn't make a comment. I just sort of. I did see you a little bit ginger when you walked in. Yeah, yeah. I thought I had coronavirus, but I don't. <laughs> I'm just old, old and unfit. I don't think you can say that. Oh, too soon. Mm. Too soon. Yeah. Yes, too soon. Michael Smith. Hello. Yeah, pull that microphone closer to you. These are like we're operating on a budget here, so the microphones right. are not tremendous. They're going to pick up three feet away. Um. Your finger in many pies. A couple. A couple. What did you say? He's got his finger in many pies. Oh, I thought you said your finger in many pies. Yeah, I did. In, not ing. Oh, in. all right. Gotcha. Oh. <laughs> it's a bit rude. This is, this is a PG podcast. <laughs> well, you're turning it into an M-rated podcast. <laughs> Anywho, you're here to talk about the golf club yes. today. Yeah. So we're still alive, still going. Mm-hmm. Um with COVID and everything, we're probably one of the only sporting organisations in Robinvale still running at the moment where people can exercise, mm. um, <laughs> if you call it that, riding around in a golf cart. You could walk. You could. This is my – do you not walk? Oh, you have a golf cart. I do. Actually, mm-hmm. I should. That, that I, I really one. should. I'm, I'm, but I don't. You've got that petrol one. Yeah. Yeah. It's a classic. It's it like, is a classic. It's <laughs> the greatest. It's the best $300 I've ever spent. $300? Bargain. <laughs> really? That's insane. Well, good for you. Hey, ha- what about the what? Uh, I saw the new buildings are there. Yeah, so the motel, um, they're there, they're sitting there. Um, COVID, again. Mm. Um, we're probably a month or two off really buttoning them down and then a bit of landscaping and stuff. We sort of came to the decision, if we're going to open it, we open it properly and 100% mm. um, with roadworks, garden, everything ready to go. Um so fingers crossed we can sort of get some people travelling up to Victoria or northern Victoria and mm. we'll get them uh, get them open then. Mm, just not from Melbourne? No. Not, not yet. yet. Not yet. No. Not yet. Um, my – I think that's a – I was talking to Peter Mack and yep. your dad the other day and they keep saying if we open. I'm like, no, no, don't say if. It's there now. Surely they have to open. But I'm guessing things are because the gaming room is closed. TAB is still open, isn't it? Yep. But yeah, the so cash flow with the pokies being closed would almost be at a standstill, wouldn't it? Yeah, it is. Like it's been quite tough. Um, we were on track, I think, February before everything, and we had a committee meeting. We we're on track for the largest effort profit at the golf club ever. Wow! So, with things were looking, you know, fantastic. John French, um, the CEO, just amazing work that he does is just, mm. you know, I, you can't fault him. His, his knowledge, everything that he's done at the golf club has been a winner um, and then we had this to come in and sort of knock things around a little bit, which is unfortunate, but we're still there. Um, and, I mean, the motel was probably 40 years ago was first talked about. There's been about five different people that had a go at it. 40 years ago? Yeah, the original the original sort of we should put a motel in, the original discussions were four years ago uh, – 40 years ago, sorry. Wow. And we've got the buildings there now, so we're probably the closest anyone's ever been. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> 
we've got surely, a, surely we've, one hour. We've got a motel on site. Um, <laughs> and, I mean, we've got everything, the beds, the TVs, the wireless chargers, everything's there ready to go mm. um, to be put into the rooms. Um, we're just, yeah, chasing around now and um, and the last few little bits and we've got a little bit of stuff to try and nut out with Vic Roads on the um, out on the on the Murray Valley Highway there, but oh, we'll we'll fight that battle. Yeah, um, good luck with that. Mm. Yeah, hopefully. Uh, well, you know what? I had I, like I said, I had a chat with um, Peter Mack and and your dad the other day, David. Do we could, yeah yeah we'll say your dad because everyone Smithy. knows yeah Smithy. Smithy. I was say, who's David? No. <laughs> um, but it might be worth inviting Ali to come up and and have a look because my argument with um, from a, I'll put my councillor hat on my argument with the Robinvale Golf Club, is that it's the only 18-hole golf course in the Swan Hill municipality. Yeah, with grass greens. Yeah, so with this, grass greens, yeah. yeah. It's, um, which is a pretty pretty good feather for, for, our, for our cap. And, um, I mean, and the course is playing quite well at the moment. I mean, we've had our trouble with water. Like everyone has, um, mm. you know, 55 60% last year of allocation. Um, and we have to buy water every year. Um, and last year, you know, you're paying as – Farmers were and everyone else, mm. $800 a meg. Um, and you're needing, you know, to do it comfortably in summer, 20 megs a month, you know, $16,000 a month just for water mm. um, is a lot to sort of to find. Um, and we got through. I mean, I mean I'm mean, i sure if I asked Roger if he wanted, you know, if he'd like some more water, he wouldn't say no. Mm. Um, but, you know, we get through and, and keep pushing and hopefully we can, you know, come out the other side of COVID. I think that, you know, the position we were in before – everything happened just gives a sign of how popular and how good the venue is being run at the moment. Mm. Um, you know, meals back then when we were open, open full bistro, they were covering 150 on a Tuesday night on a $20 steak night. Really? Um, yeah, yeah. So, and That's it's a, a good, lot. And it's a good steak too. Oh, Mick, I had takeaway from there the other night, as you well know. Um, we were at the front bantering for quite some time while it was being cooked. But it was even after a 20-minute drive home – it was superb. Yeah. I the, was really impressed. Open souvlaki is my go-to. Is it? It's really good. I just had a schnitty and gravy schnitty. and it was delicious. Yeah. So with veg. Even the takeaway has been a big winner, hasn't it, over the, the, the lockdown? Yeah, for sure. I mean, when we lost the lost the bistro um, with social distancing and closing and everything like that, which had happened, happened to every business, mm. you know, um, every hospitality business. And then this was a, a way to get around it. And it's been hugely successful um, takeaway. And now with the bistro back open for limited limited capacity, um, they're still doing, I think last Friday or Saturday, last Saturday they did 160-odd meals for the day, takeaways and, and dine-in. Um, wow. So it's still a, you know, it's a restricted menu and it's a, it's a little bit smaller and we're doing it um, to give people that option to eat out or mm. eat at home and feel like you're eating out, things mm. like that. So that side of things, um, we've got a little delivery car now and the courtesy bus and cars running around dropping meals off, um, you know, inside a, a certain radius, which it's, you know, it'll continue once we've, if and when, when we get back to full operation, takeaway meals from the, or home delivery meals from the golf club will stay for the journey. Will they? Yep. <gasps> That's so, big. That's so, uh, even though you don't come out to my house, but. Um, we'll, meet, we'll meet you halfway. Mm, yeah. Yeah, but that defeats the purpose. Because if I'm if I want delivery, there's a reason I want delivery out to my place. I'm not getting in a car. Yeah. Let's be honest. Um, do you get delivered to your place, Charlie, in definitely. golf links? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah, even though you could probably walk over the back, it's probably just could. there. Yeah, but you know, 
Pilates stiffness. Yeah, yeah. it's a long yes. walk. Yes. It is a long walk. Yeah, of course it is. Hey, um, I was going to say about uh, – we're talking about the meals. So in the bistro, how many people can we fit in there? Now? So we can do three three sittings of 20, so um, three separate rooms where we can actually seat people for dinner. Um, 20 in the bistro, 20 in the – recently renovated that was the other good thing about COVID. Mm. we renovated the the members bar um mm. and 20 in there and then 20 in the tab and slash outside and stuff so we can seat 60 which is you know it's i mean 60 is better than zero yeah that's yeah. right so we've knocked it down a little bit during the week um with the meals open later in the week wednesday thursday friday saturday mm. um but takeaway still running all the time which is you know it gives that option there and yeah it's sort of Seems to be we're ticking along, put it that way. Hey, mm. See with the pokies, um, I think isn't the club they've kind of moved, uh, like Euston Club, they've moved uh, pokies around so they can still have them. Can the golf club do that, or we just can't have any? No, it's, it, we in Victoria the gaming is completely closed from no. the casino, community clubs, private private venues. Um, absolutely everything's closed at the moment. Fair before enough. the before the full lockdown came in, um, with the golf club had turned off. Some or fifty or a little bit less than fifty percent of the machines in between. In between to keep the, to yeah. keep the distancing and everything going on. Um, look, hopefully we can get back to some semblance of normality later on. And if it is, you know, half the machines, it's again half's better than none. So we're we're just waiting. Sit pat. It should have been about a week ago. A week ago, Monday, I think the twentieth was the was the first lifting or another lifting of restrictions. But obviously. Um, an ever-evolving situation and things changed quite dramatically for the for the worse. Mm. Um, so now we're sitting there and I th- think, to my knowledge, there's another uh, announcement at the end of this month, but it's not looking promising. I, I don't think there'll be anything, you know, you don't know, but I'm, I'm, I would be, wouldn't be holding my breath for us to be fully operational come the, the first of next month anyway. No, and it's, I think it gets back to while the numbers, the Melbourne numbers and Victorian cases keep climbing, they're not going to they're not going to ease back, which is why, and you see Karen on Facebook with all these videos that won't wear masks and, you know, defy orders. It's for reasons like this yeah. that we need people to just do as you're told. Simple as that. And I think the thing is too that you can see how quickly things can go badly. Mm. Um, and the argument of opening up, you know, local areas or country areas and things like that, yeah, fantastic. I'd, I'd love to see it happen. But I think also people need to realise that things can go south really quickly. Mm. Um, you know, Melbourne's a, a key point of that. Um, and that's well, just even one. Sydney now. And the, Sydney is a, a Sydney is, yeah, mm. you can mm. see how quickly it can kick off, and one case becomes ten cases, becomes a hundred cases, becomes who knows seven hundred now. Mm. Yeah, so yeah. quickly um, is a is a bit of a is a major concern. I mean, I'd you know I'd love for the powers that be to open things up, you know, on Monday, mm. but um, I can also see why they'd be reserved in what they're saying. Um, you know. We've been fortunate enough up in this area and Muldura and Robin Vale and Swan Hill where we've only had a, a very, very small handful of cases. Um, if that means that it's keeping people like everyone's parents and grandparents and especially the elderly that we know that it affects probably a little bit more severely, if it keeps them safe, it's not, you know, the golf club You know, will continue to trade and we'll get through because we have to get through. It's as simple as that. Mm. Um, it would be a hell of a lot easier if, if things were open but – it's you know that's the card you dealt, and John and the guys will do the best they can with what they've got, and mm. we'll, I'm sure we'll come out of it. As I said, the the way we were tracking 
January, February and, and through summer last year, um, when we do get back to normal, um, I've got no doubt that things will, will kick off and go, you know, go strong, mm. come back bigger and better and stronger than we than we were before, hopefully. Mm. But that's the thing. We do need – the Robin Vale, the golf club's such an important part of the fabric in Robin Vale, the social fabric. And like I said, it's the only sporting club that's, that's still ru- running. Um, but it's such an important part of the social fabric that now – because cash flow is tight um, with everyone, we know that, but it's so important to support, and I've been saying this for ages, to support local businesses, whether it's the golf club. You know, go out and play golf. you got nothing else to do, let's be honest. Well, I, I went out and had a – I've got a very understanding boss, Smithy, thank you. <laughs> um, I snuck out for, uh, for 18 holes on Sunday just for a practice round and it was about the 13th that I stood around and looked and if there was – I'd hazard a guess, I'd say that there was a group, at least one group on every single hole on the golf course. I've never seen so many people out there just socially practicing and playing. Um, families, you know, husbands, wives and four, there was four young boys out there that were that were out having a hit and loving it, their first time ever playing golf. It gave them something. It was a nice mm. day on Sunday, but it gave them something to do. Um, other families out there, adults, all abilities, all ages, and really just using the course for what it's out there for. It's, mm. it's not just for, for people to play golf on competition days, Wednesdays, Saturdays. It's for everyone, mm. you know, um, and it can be frustrating. I'm the first one to admit that. <laughs> I'm sure Jade, your husband, will be in the same boat. Um, no, I think he's, I think he's um, much more inclined to go have a look at how many people we had playing golf. There's 56 golfers play comp on Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. So, and a few we had a couple of visitors. Like there's some golf courses around the areas that have that have closed down, um, mainly due to being on the other side of the river mm. and the border closures and stuff. We've had a couple come out of them, but our new members that we've been getting at Rumvale, um, a lot of them, a lot younger, um, new to golf and really enjoying what they're doing at the moment. Um, and sort of, we've got golf lessons starting up. Next Sunday, mm. um, we've got Shane McHenry, who's the pro at Murray Downs, coming to coming down to do a day's coaching um, with lessons available to anyone, um, anyone starting golf, learning golf, playing all the time. Um, he'll cover all bases. What That's are the numbers? Awesome. Is it? Is it only because it can't really be a group, can it? It's just- no, it's a single single lessons, um, half an hour blocks, starting from nine thirty in the morning, going through till four thirty in the afternoon. Um, and there's signs and stuff up at the, up out at the golf club. So head out um, or catch up with me. Mm. Um, and put your name down. And as I said, it's open for everyone. It's not just people playing golf. If you want to start playing golf, probably the best bit of advice I'd give would be to get a lesson. Mm. It's better to learn the right way to start rather than breaking bad habits. Yes. A hey, membership's due, isn't it? Or is it? Yep. yep. So memberships are due. I think I paid mine a couple of weeks ago. Yep. And, and they're dirt cheap, isn't it? Like so a- is it 300 bucks I paid for the golf one? Yep. That was right. That's so right. 300 bucks will get you full access to the course seven days a week, um, which is cheap. It's, yeah, it's that's really cheap. Ridiculously cheap for a mm. golf course with grass greens and everything else. I mean, there's memberships that fluctuate. You know, down in Melbourne, you know, three, four thousand dollars a year. Um, you know, for some pretty nice courses. Don't get me wrong. Mm. Um, and then, but even around this area, well, Drew, uh, Riverside's twelve hundred bucks. I think. Yeah. So Is it really? Yep. I'm pretty. Oh, don't quote it's me a, on it, but I'm, I think somewhere it's around. around yeah. That, yeah. yeah. It's up around the thousand dollar mark. I'm not sure if it's as high as twelve. Um, Muldura is another one, you know, and they, they, I mean, they're good courses. Um, you know, I love playing both of those courses, but for a local course, for what we've got here for $300, I mean, you can't beat it. Why wouldn't you? I mean, if you look at it and even people who aren't playing regularly, green fees are $20 for a round. Mm. So you need to play golf 15 times a year. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, I, I know a couple of young boys that were paying green fees. I'm like, boys, just become a member. 
And they're like, oh, no, I'm not good enough. It doesn't matter how good you are. It's mm, not yeah. about playing competition. It's about saving you money, pay you 300 you become a member of the club. Um, you know, it probably cost the golf club a little bit of money. I could have just let them keep paying green fees. Yeah. But <laughs> in, the, in, the, in, the long, in the turnaround, they've actually started playing. Another, there are a couple of young boys that are out playing competition now, mm. which is good. And that's the flow-on effect. If you've got more members, looks great on the books for a start, but if you get members in and they're comfortable at the venue, then – when they're thinking about functions or whatever it might be or having dinner, if they're out playing comp on a Saturday, they'll hang around for dinner or they'll take takeaway home. They'll get, you know, potato cakes before they go out. <laughs> Speaking of which. I, have to, I haven't tried them yet. I have to go out there. Charlie, do yourself a favour. They are the best potato, second best potato cakes in country Victoria. Ooh. We're the best. Piangle Servo. Piangle Servo. Piangle Servo. We might have to have a potato cake off. We'll zip to Piangle. It's probably not a bad idea. And just, mm. you know. Well, like you'd have to meet halfway. Meet. So you get Jade to buy some pie angle. You buy yeah. it, yeah. Yep. Meet halfway. <laughs> meet him in Aang. Right. <laughs> right, your palmer. Right, your potato cake. The potato cakes are amazing. In fact, I wanted some on Monday night. By the time I left the golf club, it was all closed oh, up. Oh, oh, I know. So um, disappointing. It has been, has been known that the phone call will go out with uh, one or two holes to go in the nine and <laughs> five potato cakes for the turn and <laughs> heading, heading down the next hole, which is always handy. <gasps> Very handy. Hey, you're talking about families that are getting out and playing golf. I do not play golf. I don't do anything that resembles playing golf. Whose phone's ringing? Uh, Going to no, answer it? No, it's just um, someone's at my front door. Oh, I should turn your ringer off. <laughs> someone's no. at your front. Another parcel? Uh, probably. Mm. Um, but what I, what I was saying is Peter was saying the other day that the trees that have been planted there, all the trees have been planted on that course, but there's quite an arbitorium of different species. If you're a tree and plant nut, yeah. it's good just for a walk. Yeah, no, it is, and and it's encouraged for people to get out there. And I know plenty of people that um, run the course as, as a fitness thing. Mm. Um, it's not my cup of tea, but um, <laughs> oh, come on, Mick. <laughs> so, I've seen you run between, you know, between ball to ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It takes a long time yeah. sometimes too. <laughs> um, but yeah, the the walk around the golf course, you quite often will see people out there, and you know. Ladies with prams and babies go out and have a walk, yeah. um, you know. I don't know if I'm supposed to, but me and Harley walk around the edge. Yeah. I'm, am I allowed to take my dog? Yeah. yeah. Around the edge is fine. You just sort of frustrate walk. golfers like Mick. Can no, I, if there's golfers, obviously oh. I don't go around. I'm mm. sure you're the kind of responsible dog owner that has a little bag tied to your leash yeah, he's got to clean up to after back. yourself. He's got to tie to his back. So, mm. you know, that will encourage people to use the venue. Like That's what it's there for. It's a community-based club. It's there for everyone. We don't have a, a hard and fast rule. We're actually you know, pretty easy to get along with. You know, for anything, if anyone wants to have a, a fitness day out there, wants to go and practice golf or try golf, you know, come out, have a go. If you enjoy it, join frisbee up. Golf. Frisbee golf. You can have a frisbee golf day. It have you might. ever played frisbee golf? No. What do you mean? You spend a lot of time in the States. Yeah. What is and you've golf? not played frisbee golf. What is it? Normal golf. When yeah. I oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Um, frisbee golf is, it's actually a college sport in America. And they have courses set up like similar to a golf course. And instead of hitting a ball, you throw frisbees. And the hole is obviously quite a lot bigger. A chain. Like get- a cha- it's like a chain net, isn't it? It's yeah. sort of sitting up on a pole. Mm. And a, yeah. Mm. And they sort of- or some, you know, some have, depending on which college or which venue you're at, some of 44-gallon drums, you know. <laughs> yeah, you can do whatever. But anyway, that's another another thing that it could be used for. But there's a at frisbee least golf. Been- <laughs> frisbee golf. Frisbee golf. <laughs> 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 a frisbee golf day. Why not? But there's a lot going on out there. Yeah, no, mm. it is. It's, we're going all right. We're, we're, as I said, we're we're doing it tough, as everyone is in Robinvale. Like I know that there's plenty of other businesses that would love to be open, or with larger numbers inside the venue. Um, mm. You know, it's the way it is at the moment, and you know we'll, we'll get through it eventually and come out bigger and better on the other side.
Mm. You've got a lot of growers out there too, haven't you? Surely the growers can donate some water. We're, we're in the process. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, it's, they all need it too. Yeah, exactly. The, I mean, it's, a bit, it's one of those ones that sort of – I mean, the growers need their water to grow their crop. Yeah. And it's a bit hard, you know, we, we'll take – any bit of water, any donations or anything that anyone wants to sort of to, to throw out to the golf club. We're doing a bit of a drive at the moment looking for water and fertiliser and things like that just as a one-off, just, you know, we're in the position where we don't have our major revenue stream for the golf club being the gaming room closed um, and restricted numbers in the in the bistro and stuff. So we're doing a bit of a drive at the moment um, and we're taking, you know, either cash or um, donations of water down to a meg. Like if anyone's sitting at home thinking, oh, I've only got a meg, it will take, you know, Paul Smith's looking after us with transfer fees and, and everything like that. And oh, is he? Yeah, I was so going to say, so if because if you donate water, the, you've got transfer fees, commission fees and all yep. the other fees that you have to pay as well. But yep. if Paul Smith's looking so Paul's, after it, that's amazing. Paul's on amazing. board with us um, and Macca went and had a chat to him and he's, he's more than happy to sort of to put everything in a in a big pot for us and, and sort of get it across. Um and as I said, like we'll take any form of donation, whether it be a meg, two megs, mm. whatever anyone can spare. Um, as I said about the growers, I mean, I know plenty of them have to buy their own water. Mm. And, I mean, I, it's a bit hard to go to someone and say, look, can you donate some water to us? Yeah. And then turn around in the middle of the irrigation season and they're buying megs in. Yeah. Um, but we'll take, you know, fertiliser donations. Um, we're putting together something at the moment where we'll get one of our local agricultural supply companies. Um, and if people want to go and buy a bag of fertiliser, and we'll just keep stockpiling it up. Oh, that's we'll a good go idea. That. And they can, you know, they keep that, put but it through their business. They put, you know, on their account through their business. Mm. They claim it back, um, you know, donate it out. Happy days. So that's that's one thing that we're looking on. Do the same with chemicals. We're just getting the list together now, mm. um, and then we'll approach a couple of the ag supply companies and see who can who can help us out. And they'll talk to their suppliers as well, obviously, hopefully, and mm. you know, get a you know, hopefully, a fairly good deal. For, for everyone concerned and it's sort of – it's a once-off. I mean, this is unprecedented. So that's why, you know, it's sort of where we're pushing to and what we're trying to do at the moment. Um, you know, the motel, we had a pretty good cash reserve and then building the motel sucked that sucked a fair bit out of that and yeah. um, and everything like that. And then, you know, we had enough. We were trading through. The motel would be open. I'm No doubt in my mind the motel would have been open three, three, two, three months ago. Um, so what's the plan with it now or can you not plan at the moment? Well, there's no real plan at the moment. Well, there's a plan. We're finishing the rooms and finishing everything off yeah. um, as we as we get through it. And they then – Yeah, they what look about, amazing. Yeah, yeah, they do look – yeah. Um, how many rooms is there? So there's 18 rooms um, across the three different – three units that yep. dropped in. They actually brought them in on a truck. I was amazed. Um, each each sort of block of six rooms came yeah. in four pieces. Um, oh, really? F- built up in cooler bar cabins up in Redcliffs. Yep. And I sort of I was I had a bit of a sneaky look up there one day, and I'm, there's no way knowing these get on a truck and get down here. Mm. Sort of you know, sort of the old farmer in me thought, oh, it might be all right, just sort of sneak through. But um, <laughs> he on a truck, pilots came in, dropped them inside, and you know, about a week to do a block of six rooms. They'd come down, yeah, um, you know, footings and everything there. Drop them in, drop the next one in, and then button them all together. And they've come up, they've come up really, really well. I think when they're open, they'll be they'll be quite nice yeah that's awesome so the landscaping is also going to be another expense yep so we've got money aside for the landscape okay. we've still got money that's we've good. got a little bit of money in the pot um you know but then there's other things that come up as i said we've got a bit of a, a thing with vic roads with the turning lane and stuff that we're in negotiations with um trying to come up with a plan of attack mm. um good luck good luck yeah. yeah we'll see how we go i mean hope they put bike lanes in understand <laughs> 
<laughs> understanding that, that they are um you're an idiot. <laughs> I've got nothing. We might um we'll ring Ali Cupper and see if um I don't know how much pull she has because you know, there's a difference between the bureaucracy and actual government. Yeah. Um, but Ali does have very close ties, as you know, with Robin Vale. So yep. I'm I'm sure that um, she'd be come interested down, in coming. Practice golf. We'll take we'll take her out for golf. Don't know that Ellie would be that into golf. golf. <laughs> we take one, take all. We're like the United Nations. We take everyone. She does do wine though, so. We can work on that. Mm, yeah. Yes. All right. Well, thanks for coming in and having a chat today, Mick. No, you, not a problem. Thanks for having me, guys. It's really, really good. Mm, well, you should, you're uh, welcome. Like, we, should, we, we need golf club news, news regularly, so, mm. I don't know, once a month. Jump out. Yeah. Yeah. We're here. What are the results from last week? Because I didn't read the sentence. Oh, the results from last week. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Oh, you test me your memory. Surely you should know it off the Luke, top of your head. Luke was fourth. He's, he got in the car very, very happy and doesn't recall any of the conversations that we had. Nice. There was one particular conversation about Charlie's birthday on Friday and when I said, oh, yeah, I've organised babysitters, he goes, what, what are you talking about? <laughs> I went, we had this conversation while we were chatting to Mick at the golf club. Couldn't remember a thing. Remember. But he said he finished fourth or something. Yeah, he was fourth, 41 points won it. 39 was John Zara was second. Third was Wait, Scarchi. Zach's out there now. Zach. John Zara. Yeah. Oh, good on him. So he's out. He's been he got a handicap probably a couple of months ago. Been out every every pretty much every Saturday. He was actually he actually was out there last night having a practice. That's good. Sneaky good running out with Dean Leslie and Scarchi and that. So mm-hmm. which is good. I mean, as I said, like it's all abilities, all ages. It's a handicap sport. It's not something that needs to be, you don't need to be an elite sportsman to play golf. I mean, you can poke your head out there and see who lines up on a Saturday. And you'll, there's a, well, I think there was a couple of them were elite back in their day, but there's a few uh, not so elite not sportsmen of so specimens out there now. <laughs> mm, my handicap is my patience and patience. my ability. I imagine you get fairly oh. cranky fairly quickly. Yeah, I, ju- I have not got the patience for it. I but just also, if you don't think you can walk it, like you said, there's carts you can hire. Carts available for hire. Um, Were and they doing 15 them bucks or something? 20 bucks for 20 bucks. 18 holes, or I think it's $11 for nine holes now. Yeah, can't go wrong. Social distancing, one to a cart, but we've halved the price of the cart, so it's effectively oh, the same. Oh, that's cool. So, that's good. So just another one of the things that we've we've done to try and encourage people to you know, still use the cart, still mm. use the golf course, but if you're paying for a full full cart for two people and there's only one of you in it, mm. you know, we're trying to do everything we can to encourage people to use the venue um, while still remaining viable, I suppose mm. is probably the best way to put it. And happy days. Send husband or wife or the golfer in your family out to play golf and sit in the bar and watch the footy, drink watch wine, the- you know, happy days. Perfect. Sit outside. It's a really lovely place to sit outside there. Yeah. And how like nice a- is it outside today? Yeah. yeah. Sitting out the golf club. Yeah. I'll be heading out there shortly to play 18 holes. Mm. Underst- oh, it's comp under- day, isn't it? Understanding boss yet again. Mm-hmm. Are, they, are they doing lunch? Uh you don't know, do you? No, not that one. There is a couple uh, a couple of weeks ago there was no – not on Saturdays? Not on Saturdays. I think lunches Tuesday to Friday mm-hmm. and then takeaways seven days, dinners. Takeaways seven days? Yep. Ooh. 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 Oh, you didn't know that? No, I didn't know that. I thought it was only Monday to Saturday. Yeah. And catering. Mm-hmm. I know they're doing a, a quite a large catering function today, um, catering all the time, takeaway catering, Ooh. eating catering. Um, anything like, you know, the thing with John is anything he can do that will create a revenue stream, especially in these times, mm. uh, 
you know, he's Make all it over. I, Making it happen. I did a little bit of hospitality when I was um, supposed to be studying at uni. <laughs> oh, drinking beer does not equate no, to no, doing no, a no, bit of hospitality. I, I, <laughs> legit, I legitimately worked in hospitality or hospo in Melbourne for about nine years um, and under several different managers at different venues. And this guy out there is the best we've got or the best I've seen by the length of the Flemington Strait. He's that good. Really? Um, I, I sit down and have chats with him quite often just about hospitality in general and old venues that we both know of, that we both worked, et cetera. Mm. And some of the things and, you know, ideas and suggestions and stuff that he's got sitting there, you know, and going to implement going forward, mm. um, I just sit there and just like, just like, wow, just so yeah. good at what he does. Yeah. Um, and we're lucky to have him, I think, without without putting too much of a dampener on it, without him sitting in the chair that he's sitting in at the moment, um, the golf club wouldn't be there during yeah. COVID, would be closed. I've, I've got no doubt in my mind that, yeah. that as a venue it would be, in a whole lot of you know, whole lot of pain, and and the doors would be shut. Mm. Um, it's only through his good work leading into COVID and and increasing the takings and the revenue and everything he's done in the venue um, has given us the ability to continue to trade through, mm. um, which we're so fortunate, thankful, and you know, lucky for. Mm. So. And it looks great out there. Yep. So well done to everyone. To everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Mick, thanks. We'll get you in for another golf update in the next couple of weeks. Next couple of weeks. Give me a ring. Dang and Dong. Sounds like a comedy duo, but it's just Jack talking about all things Vietnamese. Hey, Jack. Hey, yeah. <laughs> What's uh, Dong worth today? Uh, it's oh, we're doing Jack and Dong. And, what did you say? <laughs> <laughs> Jack talking Dong. Is that what we're doing? Dang and Dong. Oh, God. Yeah, no, he just watered, didn't he? He did. That's fine. No, that's, that's right. right. He's that's fine. Right. He's a little bit simple. We yeah. just have to nod and smile a lot for Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> What's Dong worth? 16060 Oh, 16,600, sorry. An Australian dollar buys 16,000 dong. Uh, I have been to Vietnam before, but how much uh, would say, like, uh, I don't know, a can of Coke costs in dong? Still costs two bucks. Yeah, so equivalent to us. Yeah. Mm. yeah fair enough. It's similar to... So, like, uh, thir- say, 30,000, put that way. Mm. Like Hong Kong dollars. Yeah. Yeah, isn't it? Yeah. One, one to six. Yeah. One to six. Yeah, okay. That's a better way of looking at it. <laughs> My head doesn't compute numbers very well. Um, we were talking this morning. Let's have an, a network house update first. Right. Sewing machines were out earlier this week, I noticed. Yeah. we. Um, you sewing? We <laughs> got it out to audit. Yeah, we ordered and oh. try it out, see if it's still um, stitching along. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is it? Yeah. Yeah. It's working fine. Well, wow. this brand new had not been open yet. Oh, really? Yeah. Is there an overlocker here? No, but there mm. is an overlock option. Oh. Yeah. You seem to know a lot about sewing machines. Yeah. Uh, He's been brushing up in the yeah. last couple of days. No, that's that's a, a, I saw on Facebook someone was looking for someone to uh, hem some uh, curtains. Can you do that? Yeah. Curtains are a bit um, <laughs> heavy duty um, for uh, our, you know, mm, yeah. um, domestic uh, yeah, machines. Mm. Yeah, so sorry. But, uh, but Carolyn was here making face masks, wasn't she? Carolyn Are we allowed to say was, that or not? Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, good. No, Carolyn was here sort of like going over uh, the the um, the machines and see if it's working properly. Yeah, mm. she was. When can we get some veil uh, face masks? Yeah. When can we? You know who will do that? Emily Davoli. Oh. Mm. What, the prince? Sorry, she's not Davoli now. What is she's she? Zapier. Yeah. yeah. Mm. She does, yeah, uh, she did the um, our polo shirts. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. Send them Veil. Face masks. Okay, That'd be nice. I'll get Elaine to uh, stitch it up. Yeah. I've got no issue with wearing a face mask. I've got no issues. I actually encourage it since the, every, all this has started. Mm. Just, you know, 
we we've had it over. Um, I think I had a question before why uh, the Asian country does doing so much better than you know we as developed country. I say, mm. well, they they go out in the street and wear a mask by default mm. okay. because of the pollution, mm. okay. and that's where they minimise the numbers. Mm. Their their case. Mm. What it's, we've been wearing them all the time yeah. for the last five months. You haven't got a problem with because you are on holidays at the moment. Uh, I'm not missing not wearing one um, because now with uh, the base, and I think if anyone goes to the base now, the Majura Base Hospital, mm. um, you have to wear a mask. Same mm. at RDHS. So, uh, and now it gets to the point you get back in the car and you're driving away and you're like, oh, shit, I don't need to wear this now. Mm. You just keep it on because yeah, it's yeah. just second nature. Mm. If we shut down a bit, I mean, I know hindsight is uh, 2020, but if we shut down a bit earlier. Everybody wore a mask. Like I've said it once before on Facebook. If if the airlines were giving out face masks instead of headphones, mm. we wouldn't be this yeah. long, yeah. this far. Mm. But that's just me. Yeah. Oh, sorry. There, re- there was that little incident with the, the quarantine hotels. Yeah. Face wow. masks wouldn't have, yeah, I don't think wouldn't have helped that. A different situation. kind of. Yeah. Transmission. It would have yeah. The thing was with the mask or is with the mask is limiting. Mm. It was limiting. Mm. It's not the is or end all. No. It was just a limiting yeah. precaution. No. Like I don't think so. there is a silver bullet here, but no. anything we no. can do to limit the spread, then. That's, that's it. That's all it was. Yeah. Well. And uh, also you will not get the, uh, CO2 poisoning from wearing a mask. Uh, some of the that's idiotic it. rationale for not wearing a mask yeah. that I've seen in the last week. Because, well, one, how long are you out for? Like, if you go down the shops, what, are you going to be out for an hour at the most, two mm. hours? Mm. That's not enough time. Like, we wear them all day. Mm. And look what effect that's had on me. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that's subjective, isn't it? Still grinning for me, Some of these arguments I've had, like the Karen at Bunnings. Um, <laughs> you can't. Bunnings. Well, you can't. Mega famous. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they're saying oh, this is a public space. You can't make me. Hang on a minute. Bunnings is not a public space. No. Bunnings is private property. Yeah. It is a private business. It is. They can put whatever conditions on entry they see fit. Yeah. You know. What else is going on at Network House at the moment, Jack? Um, oh, now you put me on the spot. Heaps. Uh, well, sewing. Patient medical transport. We're, we're doing some. Have you got uh, a car? Yeah, now. Well, I've got a bus. Oh. But I use it as. Um, a, uh, I don't know, a pro bono mm. for the, the house, busing a few um, non-speaking, in, uh, non-English-speaking. Non-spe- <laughs> <laughs> Are you talking about you? Okay. <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> English is <laughs> second language. I think we're all struggling today. <laughs> Excuse my English, but yes, non-speaking English as a um, going to the doctors and oh, okay. seeing them through. I think the, the terminology for that was by Carolyn was pastoral care. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, right. So got to take take him to a chest X ray. Yeah, doing a bit of this. Mm. Um, it's like what sun assist do in Mildura. Mm. Yes, kind of. The the flying doctors do. Yeah, not emerg- that's, that's who's here all the time. Ah, oh, right. Yeah, yeah okay. Gotcha. That's why they only fly. They drive no, no. people to fly. No, they've got uh, the buses like we've got. Yeah, the yeah they do. Yeah, and they've also got um, a little car you see here all the time. Mm. Awesome. Hey, um, we were talking this morning about the border closure issue and um, the issues that seasonal workers were having um, getting across the border to work and whatever. But you said most right. have had it sorted out? Here's, uh, here's the thing, right? The border 
uh, passes has changed from um, day to day. However, the working um, requirement has mm. never changed. Okay. So, yes, if you tick your border resident mm. and then underneath there's a – sorry, before that you had a, uh, a, a seasonal worker option, mm-hmm. but they took that seasonal worker option away – Replaced it with not replaced it, but where they've always had a border uh, resident. Mm. So you take the border resident, and then underneath, before it was three options: going to um, the doctors, uh, going to school or education, and um, work. Yeah. So work has always been an mm. option, yeah. mm. and it, and now they've got caring, mm. which is great. Mm. Um, so. Some of the workers at the moment are using their pass with the work option, so a border resident option mm. with the uh, tick the work uh, requirement mm-hmm. and gone through with a letter from the company. Mm. You can have one letter per car. Oh. So you have a car oh, and really? you have four people, passengers, and – that one letter would actually that suffice the, for the other four. All their names though on there? Like would it no. say, have to say like, this letter's for Jack uh, Bang, Jake Benham. I haven't heard the rumour that far, sorry. Oh, but okay. mm. it, So are these rumours or are these facts, Jack, that you're giving us? We like <laughs> facts here, not rumours. Do we? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Put it this way, all right? This is as facts as it, as it gone, all right? Yeah. These people, a group of them, mm. my brother included, mm. um, came to the network house for – Border passes, mm-hmm. and I asked them, "Do you guys have a reason to get past the border?" And they said, "Yeah, for work." And I said, "Well, is that um, for everybody, or just the one letter?" I said, "No, we got the one the letter for the whole car." Mm. And then I came home that day, and they were just complaining about how hard the work was and la di da. Meaning. That they got through. That they been to work. Yeah. <laughs> they worked. Yeah. So, so that's as fact as they got it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. That seems odd when everybody in the car is supposed to have a permit, but you're allowed to have one letter. Well, it's not like you're gonna go past the border and one person worked and the other one went to the pokies. Yeah. Well, the, pokies are all closed one, anyway. Or the other one takes off to Sydney or something. Yeah. Like yeah. All the same look, it, it can happen, but mm. there's always an you know an exception. Mm. And we'd like to think people around here are much smarter than that anyway. And you're like just going to, to work and doing the right thing. Yeah. yeah. You'd mm. like to think. Yeah. You but would like to think. Ali did say last week though, overdo it rather than underdo it. Yeah. So have your letters, have yeah. any evidence that you've yeah. got. And you know what? The police at the border here, uh, I can't get across there at the moment because I'm outside of the zone. Yeah. Um Fair but before before, <laughs> leave me alone. But before that, they're they're very nice. They're yeah. very helpful. Yeah. They're not here to make your life hard. They're just doing their job. Yeah, that's it. And yeah. if we understand that fact, and you know, mm. we shouldn't make their life harder as well by having a letter. That's right. Mm. Yeah, just make it easy. Make it easy for everybody. Yeah. Mm. Mm. yeah. Anyway, mm. you said you got a brother here. Have you got yeah. much family here, or just I got in in Rumba or yeah. in Australia? No, Rumba. Uh, I got one brother. Yeah, he lives directly across my house now. Easy. Easy. Convenient? Hmm. Yeah, a bit too convenient, but (laughs) (laughs) let's not go there. So you said, because we've had a fair bit of interest since we've been set up here, we've had a fair bit of interest from different sections of the community wanting to do their own podcast, which is great. Is your brother who you're going to do a Vietnamese veil with? Uh, And that's what we're going to call it, by the way. (laughs) 
the English version will be Vietnamese Vale. You can call it whatever you want. I can't. I don't know the difference. The, the VV. Yeah. <laughs> before it was the VC, but it was the VV. Oh. 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 Too soon. Yeah, too soon. <laughs> now nah, I think we're past that part. Mm. Um, n- no, it's, it's somebody else. It's a bit too. Yeah. Uh, what you call it? Probably too. Awkward to do with my brother. Yeah. <laughs> really? He might sit in on it. I yeah. Imagine, but thanks. I'll let you get back to work now. I'll go and have something to eat. Awesome. Thanks for that. Oh, need sneakers, not myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, your Ford dealer wrong. is open and ready to help your business get back to business with high vis value, like the reliable Transit Custom 340S van with auto for only $44,990 drive away. It's the van smart enough to be a mobile office with Apple CarPlay and Android Auto. Plus, you get heated seats and much more. So hurry into your Ford dealer now. Recommended price, T's and C's apply. See Ford.com.au for details. And go to the Pioneer Ford website, pioneerford.com.au. You cut me up before I said, and we're back. Yeah, but because I need to put the website tag on there. It's a condition oh. from Ford Australia. Sorry. Away you go. All right, now we're back. <laughs> Do you want to introduce our yeah, next we're guest? We're so professional here, Alan. Yes. Yeah. I'm trying to teach him. We have a very special guest, Charlie. I thought you might have taken the lead on this. Oh. Very special guest, Alan Fisher, is on the phone. How are you? Um, very well, thank you. And um, I'm special, you know. Special way. <laughs> <laughs> well, special in that you are our latest sponsor, which is very, very exciting. Oh, yeah. Yay. After Pony. Yeah. Well, I, I was Googling you, Jane, without being creepy. and um, <laughs> Facebook stalker. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I, I stumbled upon I didn't even know it existed. And I listened to it a little bit. I thought, well, that's fabulous. I'd love to get behind it, to be honest. Wait, yeah. a, minute, wait a minute. You listen to it and you still want to get behind it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> are you I okay? said I was special. I yeah, said are you I was okay? special. <laughs> You've been a big supporter of Robin Vale for a long, long time, though, so we appreciate I, it. Yeah, I love Robin Vale. I think it's a fabulous place. Yeah, we do too. <laughs> Let, we'll start from, I suppose, let's talk about everyone that affectionately refers to the supermarket still as fishers. That's going to take yes. a long time to wear off. But you don't have anything to do with the management of IGA anymore in Robinvale, do you? No, I, I sold the retail business to people I've been involved with, you know, the Richies, um, about four years ago. So I, I don't really have any – not when I say that, really, I have nothing to do with the day-to-day running of the business. And I know the one thing that is the most, I suppose, emotive is price. So I don't set the pricing. Mm. The new IGA in, in Bronga, that's that's just – that's not Richies, is it, or – no, that's owned by Steve Saunders, and he's got um, a very big um, BP um, distributor. Sorry, Shell distributor. Yeah, the BP that, everyone's, Shell. everyone's complaining about the prices there. Steve had a convenience store there, did really well out of it over a number of years, and he's now he bought the site next door ish, mm. and um, he's got a bigger store. I haven't been there because I'm locked down in Melbourne. But I understand it looks fabulous, but it, oh, I couldn't comment on the pricing because I haven't been there. Which suburb are you in? I'm in Port Melbourne. That's mm. not one of the. That's not a hotspot, yeah. though, is it? Uh, it's not a hotspot, but you, what you do get to see is all the containers that are filling up in the container port down down the road. So you can see so many, you know, the, why there's no containers in, say, China, mm. is because they're all here. Yeah. <laughs> 
Which is distressing, I think. Yes. I'm, I, that makes me so distressed. And I think if we learn anything as a nation out of this, it is let's focus less on price and more about getting industry back into this country. For sure. Mm. What else is going on with uh, in the Fisher development kinds of things? Okay. So when I gave up the supermarkets, I wanted to do um, something and I um, started a building business, one for better description. So we've done some commercial sheds. Um, we've got a couple of developments, one we're about halfway through, one, one that's in sitting and planning in the Mildura area. And we're currently talking with Richie's about getting a standalone liquor. Um, mm. There's a couple of options talked about. Hopefully, another one who'll show our planners are listening because they, they do like to hear about these things first. They don't like the developers going out and mouthing off in the media. But look, it's only to say that, you know, we're looking at different options and um, probably, I mean, you know, I don't, my preferred position, and bear in mind, you know, lots of people are involved, is out the back where that sort of shed is now. Mm, On that vacant block. That's it, yes. Yeah, wow. Wouldn't that be nice to have some sort of development there? And don't worry about the planners. Don't worry about the planners. I'll take care. Yeah. I'll take care of that. So, a standalone bottle shop that wouldn't be in because I can hear the rumours circulating already. That that's not in addition to the bottle shop that's there. No. So the liquor, the, the grocery has been too small for a number of years, and Richie's have got like seventy six stores. So while if I had stayed running that business, Robin Bar was my next one to do. Mm. Um, Richie said they were going to get onto that first, but for whatever reason, they've got to it now, and um, so they're going to start working on that. So the grocery will be increased by, oh, look, I'll pull a number out of there, I think it's about 20%. Wow. So we'll get another aisle and brand new refrigeration in it. Great. That's exciting. That's That's great news. A standalone bottle shop on that corner, that could be an an extra – like to me – and it's one of those things that you hear community members talk about all the time is that they might not be able to get what they need at IGA yes. and, and all the rest yes. of it. Um, but an, an extension to the supermarket itself would make a world of difference, particularly now that it's not so easy to get over yeah. the border. Because you do hear For a sure. lot of people, you know, that will say, I'll go to Mildura or I'll go to Swan Hill yes. to do my shopping. We'd much For rather sure. people so, yeah. spend their money here. Yeah, yeah for sure. And Look, it's very, very easy to be critical. Um, it's much harder to do the actual job. Mm. Look, I know those guys try really hard, um, but you, you normally can't get everything that everyone wants, and they tend to stick with the bigger selling lines. But the pro- because you get sold out of things so quickly in Robinvale, mm. so it's better to have less um, – choice, but to make sure you got it all the time. Mm. It is the lesser of two evils. Yeah, and I suppose there was – so last year – I'll put my council hat on again. We had a population mm. study commissioned which led to the likely population of Robinvale being, rather than 4,000 people, closer to 8,000, give or take two or 3,000 either side of that at any time of the year. Yes. As far as superma- supermarket management and stock levels go, what kind of – is it based on population or is it based on FPOS transactions or how are stock levels managed? Um, I will attempt to give you the short answer. Um, you, you try and allocate the right amount of space to the right product. 
you get knocked around by things like the weather, um, what's on promotion. Um, if, for example, you're selling Coke's a bad example because Coke dominates, but if you're mm. selling a soft drink, say a lemonade, and the one you're selling competition gets sold out, it means it pushes a whole lot of demand of lemonade into the next product. So even though your product may not be out of stock, because an, another product that's quite popular is out of stock, it affects yours. So it has like a domino effect on supply. And so it goes. People forget to order stuff. The truck's late. There's a picking error. That, you know, the bloke picking the stock, you know, was supposed to pick up Coke diet. He picked up lemon Coke. And multiply that by about a million and you get close to the ongoing dramas that happen. Mm. How's the um, – I suppose it's all over now, but the toilet paper situation <laughs> in Melbourne and here – yeah, we, well, I think it's – yeah, sorry. No, no, no. Well, there's never been there's never been an issue, an issue with supply of toilet paper because we manufacture no. that in Australia. Yes, no, no. Look, it's, toilet paper is an issue because it's such a big product. So it takes up a whole lot of space and humans being – when they're driven by fear tend to worry about when they go along and, that, you know, say, say toilet paper takes up 40 feet of aisle – you walk in and see 20 feet with nothing on it, people go, shit, we're going to run out. Mm. Sorry, I swore. No, that's all right. Um, at least I was on topic with the toilet paper. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. um, so that they go and get it and they might get two someone next door or their mum or, or whatever. And it just, it just creates this whole fear. But from the point of view, you know, we weren't using any more toilet paper. Mm. Maybe some went from hotels to home, but it's not a big difference. So it's one of those fear-driven things and the supermarkets were a bit slow in limiting the supply. Mm. It's, a, it's a bit of a concern and it is that fear-driven thing, I think. Again, yeah. mainstream media has got a lot to, to answer for then. With regard to your building business that you've gone into yes. recently, is that a statewide, nationwide? What's no, the plan? No, no, not at all. No, look... I'm just doing. I'm sorry. I'm just, no, no right. I'm not. I've been there. I've been there and done the build the big thing and no, I, and live that life. And mm. No, I don't want to do that again. So, look, I'm just in partnership with a guy in Wajura, and you know we're just building a few houses and a few sheds and and we do a bit of work for ourselves. But yeah, no, look, I'm not interested in, in doing that again. So keeping it local. Absolutely, yeah. No, I don't really want to do that. Live that life again. That's the Orimple Hub thing. You yeah, see it, you see it there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's a, yeah, we, we own that one, so we, we put our, so our our sign comes up, or our, sorry, our logo comes up on the sign. I haven't taken much. I've been past that two half a dozen times in the last three weeks. I've taken no notice because I'm watching the yeah. road, Charles. I was going to say, there's also traffic yeah, lights too, yeah. so keep an eye on the traffic <laughs> exactly. lights. Exactly. Yeah. I'm watching the traffic, so I haven't <laughs> noticed. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I was going to ask about the, the Eye Rimple development there because that's beautiful out there now. Like, if you live out that way, you don't need to go into town. No, we don't. Yeah, no. Well, obviously, there's, there's not uh, clothing, but apart from that, it's pretty much everything there. And, I mean, we did the development behind there. Mm. And, look, it, it's it's fabulous. I mean, the guys are doing a great job in the pub. You know, it's a great food, great pump bar, great, you know, everything, really. Mm. And now that we've got the doctor, chemist, bakery, Post you know, Posty, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. pretty much everything. It's it's a really the best Thai uh, in Mildura, best Thai food in Mildura. Yes, really. Yeah, it's um a local guy, local Rumbal guy. Uh, yeah, Joel McKinnon. Yeah, oh, that's it. Yeah. yeah, 
He's so got he, the van too, hasn't he? Well, that's how it started. He put the van in our car park. Oh. He's gone, this is, this is going all right. I'll, I'll take a shot. Oh, does that mean that we lose his van coming to like the Almond Blossom Festival, which we, isn't on this year, but. No, we have, yeah. I don't. Oh. Yeah. yeah, no, he's been he's been there for a while now, hasn't he? He's been almost, yes, yes. almost a year. Yeah. Might be more, Charlie. Yeah. yeah. Whole other it's city a hub. that's it's a hub. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that buzzword, but okay, fine. It's the Irimple hub, but it is it looks fabulous out there now. And we're starting to build, we're gonna build a uh, gym for Johnny Hollywood and um, we're gonna start with some allied health. So like really? um, yeah, chiropractor Myotherapist, podiatry, that type of thing. Wow. There you go. That's big news too. That's great. Well, it sounds like there's a lot of things on the go. So what is the project plan as far as the possible, and let's not say the development, we'll say the possible <laughs> development in Robin Vale. What's the timeline? Okay. So um, we're in the bouncing ideas backwards and forwards. Um, at the moment, it's in Richie's court to come back. I've put a couple of options to them. It's up to them. And, and please, we're doing all this in conjunction, but it's the ball's in their court. Let's say they make a decision. We go through a bit of a process. Let's call that four weeks. Let, let's say we've got a planning application in, in 10 weeks. It normally takes eight weeks turnaround once it gets referred. Look, I, I would think, assuming there's not some big war, um, even with, with some small objections, we'd start Easter next year. Oh, amazing. That's, That's quick. Yeah. <laughs> and council does have, I'll go into bat for council now. There is, uh, about six months ago, we approved, council have endorsed a better approvals process, which makes that yeah. whole planning permit and that whole process much smoother, much easier, much quicker. Oh. So, yay. 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 <laughs> Stop it. Look, the, the planning process is torturous, yet it's because bad things have happened at different times, it becomes more and more onerous. Mm. It, you know, it's not the planner's fault. Like, they are, you know, just good people trying to do a job, but there's so many people I have to check with. Yeah, and, and at the end of the day, they're, they're only following their rules mm. and guidelines. Oh, for sure. Yeah. The, the problem you sometimes have is the water people will say something and the road people will say something else, and then it becomes difficult. Yeah, mm. that's exactly right, getting different departments to work together can be difficult sometimes but that's pretty exciting so good luck with it and now that you're a supporter of the Vale podcast we'll have to check in with you regularly to get updates on how things are going well that would be fabulous and um I'm happy to answer questions about anything else or discuss anything at all. Terrific. So if anyone has got any questions, you can email us or get in touch with us on our Facebook or Instagram or the website um, is probably the easiest way to get in contact with me or ask Charlie. Charlie loves taking questions. Yes, just put me in the street. It'd be great. Yeah, that'd be good. <laughs> he gets it all the time. You're a celebrity now. I actually saw oh. some people that are not Robin Vale residents have photos with Cardboard Charlie at Pioneer Ford today. Oh, nice. Yeah. So there you go. Your celebrity spends <laughs> far and wide. Yeah, Alan, thank you so much. Stay safe in uh, in Port Melbourne and we look forward to t- chatting to you again soon. Appreciate your interest. Thanks very much for your time, guys. See ya. It's not about me. It's not about you. It's about all of us together. It's what we need to do. It's not about me. It's not about you. It's about all of us together. It's what we need to do. It's about all of us together. It's what we need to do. It's about all of us together. It's what we need to do. 
<laughs> you were dancing like Elmo. Yeah, that's what I feel like. It's an Elmo song. <laughs> hey, have you got Paul Costa to do a version yet? Uh, no, I haven't. Uh, I had listened to his CD and Paul, if you're listening. It was really good. Liked it. Enjoyed it. Mm. Um, he's quite good. Yeah. He's a Hall of Famer. Like, he's not that's why this I not his first CDs. time at the radio. Yeah, yeah, he's done it before a couple of times. Mm. Uh, which one was the one? What's the name of the CD again? The one I got. It was Whispers in the Crowd. Yeah, so the title yep. track was the one I liked. Yes, that's yeah. the one that he did for the troops in Iraq. Oh, yeah. Nice. Well, so, good work, Paul. Mm, you know very what? good. Well, while we're talking about music, <laughs> <laughs> you know what re- I'm going to say. Are we really going to go there? Taylor Swift <laughs> has released a new CD. I always thought you had a bit of credibility as far as music goes. No, but you have listened to one of the songs and you tell me what you thought of it. Look, <clears throat> at risk of damaging my um, musical credibility as well, I was really hesitant to even have a look at it until you came in here this morning and said, have you listened to Tay-Tay's album yet? <laughs> I didn't say you it like did that. So. <laughs> you you did so. You so full of shit. <laughs> You did so. He listened to Tay-Tay's album. It's really good. <laughs> okay. Uh, look, I'll be on it. And given the people that she's yes. collaborating with, yes. um, I think she's clearly targeting a new market. Yeah. She's going away from the teeny bopper pop, you know, writing about heartbreak and blah, blah, blah. She may be at Coachella next year. I'm sorry, what? She may be at Coachella next year. She's This folklore stuff, it's it's great. I... I'll admit I have added it to my there you go. Apple Music library. So the guy that produced it is the guy out of the National. And if people know the National, they are an indie band and mm. they're pretty awesome. So also Justin Werner from Bonnie Ver, mm. uh, he collabs on it. Mm. Just saying. Mm-hmm. And it's it sounds very Nick Cave-ish. Remember Nick Cave did that? Um, yeah, mm. it, it has that kind of feel to it. Anyway. Not my favourite album at the moment, though. What's your favourite album at the moment? Cub Sport. Cub Sport. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, right. Also, just while mm. we're doing uh, public service announcements, mm. the Rumbal Ambulance Auxiliary having their AGM on the 30th of August. So put that in your uh, diaries now. That's a month away. Yeah. Who's on the auxiliary? Oh, all the cool kids. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> our president is Ben Rogers. So if you have any questions... Pop into Pioneer Ford. Ben loves answering questions about auxiliary at any time. So just pop in. Pop in uh, Pioneer Ford anyway. Yeah. That uh, aspect Mustang still hasn't been sold. Yeah. The blue one. And I noticed, and that was a good job. Wait, wait, wait. Look, can we finish what? with the auxiliary? Yeah, go on. Yeah. So um, <laughs> we'll get back to that mm. Mustang. Mm. But, uh, yes, yeah, so the Ambulance Auxiliary meeting is, and obviously you got to give, I think it's three weeks notice of uh, an AGM. Oh, right, okay, yeah. So point. I am, it's going to be in the paper today. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. What is today? This week. Tomorrow, mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, and the next week. But mm-hmm. also, you know, come down. Also, uh, I have got left a number in the paper, and it's my number. But um, <laughs> Oh, that's dangerous. <laughs> yeah, I know, because we do need numbers. Yeah. That makes sense. So if you are going to come, uh, let me know, mm. because uh, I think we can, we're having it at the golf club, so and we can only have 20. Yeah, okay. So we have... Uh, our uh, well, our long-lasting members. Mm-hmm. We have Merv and Heather Lawrence. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, problem is with the auxiliary; a lot of them are dying. Oh, 
I know that's sad, but we've had like Josie Henderson, who was uh, who we've just named um, our extension after. Yeah, which is great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she was one of our well, she was one of the founding members I think, mm. of mm-hmm. when it combined. Mm-hmm. For, it used to be separate men and women. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she was. Uh, she's obviously passed on, um, and we have had a few of the elderly people pass on. Mm. So we are looking for new generation people. Mm. Pony Ford. Well, let's ask you. Do you I just um, remembered, you know, the Instagram post? Which one? You're going to have to be more specific. Oh, the one where there was a little bit of the car, a little bit more of the car. Oh, yeah, the split. It was really good. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Does it, Ben, come up with that? Have you? No. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, Ben probably hasn't even seen it, but that is there for a specific reason. So when you go to the Pioneer Ford Instagram, for example, to their profile, oh, it looks right. like that. See? Yeah. And it looks mysterious in the feed, but then when you go to – and that Bronco one, I don't know why it didn't come up with the middle bit, but same thing. It's got the video in the middle. Because the Ford Bronco is coming back. I know they were never here in Australia, but they're like a legend in the United <laughs> I've States. Got, I've never heard of them, but I'm – So I'm you're aware of the OJ – yeah, but you're aware of OJ Simpson, right? Uh, is that the car that he used to get yes. away when he shot his wife and his – Yes. Well, his wife's partner. Yes. No, it wasn't partner. He was a waiter at the restaurant that she had dined at the day before. Who was that? His house. She went. He went to take her glasses or something. Of course he did. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway. This, yeah, anyway. He still got away with murder, but who cares? Well, yes, he did, but he was driving a Ford Bronco oh, when at, so during he, that police What are you chase. trying to say? If you want to get away with murder? No. no. Oh, my God. Don't. Why would you go there? But I'm saying the Ford Bronco is it's a legendary car and Ford have brought them back. I'm not, I'm not sure when they're coming to Australia, but they're pretty cool. So, yeah, there you go. Go and check out the – that's the aspect Mustang that I was talking about that is still available for anyone that – if you've got an ABN, instant asset write-off. Yeah. I think that's not a work – could be. What, to check the mail? <laughs> yeah, don't know. We've got, also got to get Noel on next week as well. Yes. I checked in with him this week, but he was unavailable, so we'll get him next week because I've got some tax questions to ask him. Hey, happy birthday for this week, Charlie. Yeah, it's the whole birthday week. You're not 15. Yes. No, you're not. How old are you, 43? No. 45? No. <laughs> you're an idiot. How old are you turning? Under both of those. Under both. Can you give me a number? No. You're older than me, 42. You doing anything Friday. special for your birthday? Yeah, it's a whole week of festivities. <laughs> <laughs> well, enjoy the rest of your birthday week. Mm. What are you doing? You're here. You're staying here tonight, aren't you, for dinner yeah. at the Jack? Mmm. Hey, how good was? Uh, hey, that's the other thing. No running group this Saturday. Oh, when? Because we'll be in Mildura for dinner uh, for your birthday. Okay. Yeah. yeah. When so, is it? Sunday? No, nah, we're just going to call it off because Luke's got a 20k run uh, Sunday. Okay. But if anyone wants to come, fair enough. More than welcome, mm, I guess. Not. Mm. Anyway. <laughs> Righto, Charlie. All right. Thanks very much. Have Enjoy the rest of your week and happy birthday. Mm, thanks. See <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Vale podcast driven by Pioneer Ford Robin Vale. It's worth the drive. Remember to support our sponsors and shop local. Subscribe at thevalepodcast.com.au.